Welcome to the Midlife Athlete Podcast. I'm Jason, one of your uh, hosts, uh, together with Greg. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good. And you? Yeah, very well. Very well. Nice, nice cold December day. Didn't get above minus three, I think, where I was. No, no, I didn't cycle into work today. It was uh, yeah, about a bit too cold. To say. <laughs> oh God! I did yesterday. I've never been so pleased to see the office. Oh God, you must have been freezing. I was freezing cold. Um, we're celebrating two years, uh, pretty much. Yes, uh, since we've God, been on the air. Wow. Mm. And thank you to all the listeners who've been downloading our podcast and listening us. Absolutely. Still downloading. Mumble on and <laughs> ramble on about, about getting old and getting trying to stay fit. Yeah. Um still downloading, still still uh, subscribing to to Substack, so that's great. And and we've got a bit of a a sort of announcement to make as part of this this podcast, right? Yes. What are we doing? Why what are we doing and why are we doing it? Well we We've gone so the, for two years. We've been exploring and uh, interviewing uh, um, various people and, and just getting their views on whether it be experts or just getting pe- people's views of their own journey into middle midlife and and how they exercise, etc. Um, and it's all been it's been really really interesting. We've learned a great deal. I've learned huge amounts, and and, and my training has changed accordingly. Um, but we, over the over the course of this, we've been chatting and about what we, uh, well, effectively what we've what we've just come up with is like a framework for how we need or should try and develop our our fitness going forward, and that includes not just the sort of strength or the, the aerobic, but you know, immune system, our our recovery. Um, mental health, all these things which are um, huge parts of just just trying to be as healthy as one as one can, and um, we sort of decided that that whilst so the format would be very much um, or has been very much interviewing people, and then occasionally we the two of us would just have a chat and muse about various things. It's all sort of going to go flip the other way, and, and we're going to try and put a structure that, to this framework. Um, and deliver to to you, the listeners, um, in sort of chapter um, uh, in segments, effectively of like chapters of, of books. Um, how we see um, health for the for, in midlife. Um, so that's that's our plan. Now, what we're going to do today is try and introduce you to the concept of it. Yeah, isn't that what, I think that's what we're trying to do? Yeah, it is, and and I think <clears throat> I think just to add to what you said, it's it's kind of been prompted by, I think it was encapsulated by uh, JC Kangilla, who sort of reached out to us. Um, but there's been other listeners who who we've interfaced with who who have said, yes, yeah, this, this is great, but, but like, what do I do, and 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 how should I do things? And um, I think. Yeah, that's that's been a bit of a spur for us to go. Okay, we've learned a, a whole heap of stuff. We know things decline. Lots of things decline from midlife onwards from an athletic perspective. So, what what can you do? What should you do if you want to kind of maintain that 
that that going forward um so that's so that's what yeah that's that's what we're going to try and do right um and uh hopefully do our best to dig into each of those topics in in more detail so that you can take from that what and how you should be doing effectively it's been sort of the bit, bit scattergun wasn't it it was it was jumping from topic to topic and there was no real thread to it um, but hopefully what we can do now is 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 go through a process you know, you know it, it's what we put together and in, in a sort of crude analogy we're sort of flying the plane whilst we're still building it <laughs> um, and um, so we're going to be researching stuff uh, bef- between each episode to try and deliver you as best we can what we uh, what's out there? What uh, try and try and praise it for you in a way. Um, um, at the same time, learning uh, for ourselves. Um, so I've, I've dug out my strength and conditioning manual. I'm getting stuck into that again. I've got my exercise physiology textbook back in the clinic. I'm going to dust that one off. <laughs> um, there's all sorts of all manners of stuff. Of, yeah, I'm going to try and touch base with uh, uh, the immunologist we, we interviewed from Australia and see what. Uh, practical tips he, he can offer so it's th- stuff like that which i hopefully will will you know the listeners will be able to dip into these episodes uh, and extract useful bits of information and maybe change their um their way of exercising or their way of eating you know whatever it might be hopefully we can just just give nuggets of information which which is useful yeah and i think the other crucial bit that um we can deliver well in a podcast that that perhaps is is not so easy to deliver in a book is the interrelationships between these things um Mm. that uh listeners may may be doing something um but they don't really understand how that interlinks with something else sort of you know over there as it were and, and I think we can draw those um, those tensions and those sort of interrelationships out a lot easier on a podcast than than you can do in a in a chapter in a book. So um, you can not only delve into each particular topic, but you'll see how the the thread, if you like, goes um, yeah. across all yeah. of those uh, across all of those topics. Um, and I suppose we should also sort of start by saying that. One of the things that we've both learnt from speaking to all of the midlife athletes that we've interviewed, pretty much to a person, is that they're constantly juggling two outcomes, right? They they have this short-term outcome of I'm training for something specific, uh, races or, mm. or challenges or whatever that might be, but they also have one eye on the sort of longer term outcome of staying um, healthy when they're in their sort of third age, as it were, when they get older. Mm. Um, And so this framework that we've um, sort of put together is in the context of, of being able to juggle both that short term outcome as well as the long term outcome, Um, which is why if, when, when we get into it, uh, listeners might be thinking, well, why would I need to worry about that so much now? And it might be that it's it's because you're, you're creating the foundations for that longer term outcome as well as being able to benefit you in um, in the short term. 
yeah. strength is a perfect example of that. We know we we lose muscle mass as we get older. Um, if you want to perform, you know, to your best now, it's it's good to have that strength exercising, but actually it's going to serve you longer term as well. Yeah, and, and also in terms of when you look at something like strength, um, or or yeah, you know, something like cycling, for instance. So you know, taking for me as an example, you know, I didn't take up cycling properly until sort of road cycling until two thousand and eight. I mean, I could ride a bike, but I didn't do it as a as a means of of exercise. Um, and um, but yeah, you know, if you can, if you took me a trained training on a on a site on a bicycle twenty year old and training. On, on, me on a, on a bike at 55 and we went through the same process of course my 20 year old self would whip my, my 50 55 year old ass you'd like to think um, so you'd like to think so yes um but but in terms of being the best you can be and being as you know stronger than you've ever been potentially i mean yes if you applied all you know your rigorous training when you're young yes of course you're going to be stronger than when you're 55 but it's never too late and that's the thing it's, it, you can you can make yourself stronger than you've ever been um in in later life and you and you can and you can enjoy and then and therefore enjoy life much better <laughs> i was, I was um, it just reminds me we i was i was at a i was at a rugby game with a mate of mine and we were in the, in the um, few weeks ago. We we're in the stand, and at half time, um, we thought, "Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go and get a beer." Um, so we were going to file out, and the people stood up to let us out. Um, but in front, the, the 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 row was empty. So I just I just jumped over the the um, <laughs> jumped over the, the seats, and um, then carried off. And, and my mate was like, "What did you do that for?" I was just. I was just embarrassing because <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> I said, oh, sorry, didn't realise. <laughs> but the fact that, you know, normally, yeah, I, well, I've, I've looked at stuff like that and gone, oh, don't do that because that could hurt your knees. But actually I've done a load of weight training recently and I think um, that's fine by me. Don't have to think about that. Off you go. So it's just one of those things where, you know, when I was 30 years ago, I would never have thought about that. But then, uh, and this time around, I again didn't think, just did it because I'd, I I was confident in myself, and that was because I'd been doing some weight training. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> we know it's different, difficult for listeners to uh, uh, obviously picture because <laughs> we don't have pictures <laughs> on the podcast, the midlife athlete framework. But what we will do is we will put the midlife athlete framework, a picture of it, uh, in the uh, notes. And uh, we will release uh, simultaneously a uh, a Substack uh, email newsletter. So if you're if you're a listener and you are um, and you want to learn a little bit more, uh, but you're not subscribed to our Substack newsletter, then um, go on to Midlife Athlete uh, Substack and uh, you can subscribe. It's free. We will uh, we will make that uh, available simultaneously, so you can actually listen to us see the framework and um you'll also see some of the topics we're going into and some of them may be a bit unusual i mean we've covered strength and, and you would expect us to cover things like the aerobic stuff and, and the sort of physical training but but there's really uh an awful lot to it uh other areas such as sort of immune system um you know some of the nutrition stuff sleep 
you know they're all um crucial things so um we'll be we'll be delving into each of these topics and and i think it's probably also fair to say that at the heart of um the framework is really sustainability because if you're thinking about those outcomes of juggling short and long term um you you want to be able to make sure it's sustainable it's not like something you can just do for six months and then you've got to pack in because it's too hard and you're damaging your knees or damaging your back or or whatever so sustainability is 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 key to uh to it and obviously measurement measuring stuff so that you can see um you know that you're either arresting that decline or or in some instances you might even be improving yeah reversing it yeah 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 well I, it, I, it's interesting i was on the bike in the shed uh this this afternoon and i've been doing i've been doing this this you know zone two stuff and we as we've this as we've talked about on the podcast and i must admit it's it's getting to the point where it's getting easier for me to go faster with the same heart rate as 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 I have been doing when I was when I've been going slower. So I'm definitely I'm, I'm definitely improving now. I, part of me is thinking. Part of me wants. I don't think it, I've done enough training for it to be some sort of vascular bed improved cardio cardiovascular response. I think it's more neuromuscular in terms. Of I'm just getting more efficient. Or uh, my machine it doesn't <laughs> isn't resisting as much as it was, and I'm flying along thinking this is great, and actually it's, uh, it's <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm kidding myself. Hopefully it's not that. But anyway, um, what I've what I've realised is that in the past because I've done a lot, I used to do a lot of hit training, um, that I would basically be almost racing myself all the time just trying to go as hard and fast as I can and et cetera, et cetera. And what I've, what I noticed was I, I would, I would tend to, my mind drifted a bit. I would suddenly, my cadence would be up and I'd be going too fast and then I drifted back down. And, and what I've learned, what I've had to learn to do is just chill out a bit and just learn not to race myself as much or at all. And suddenly I can just sustain things for longer. And so Part of it is is undoing your sort of preconceived ideas about training in a way. That's what I've, I've had to do, and it's taken me a while to, to sort of get to that point. It's like sitting on the bike and going, "Yeah, I'll do my zone too. but actually, when I've when I've actually committed to it, and now now I feel like I'm mentally more commit, committed to it. It's certainly much easier. I'm not. I'm not. It's not. Uh, I don't feel it feel it as like it's a waste of time as i thought about it initially thinking oh you know go for those big big workouts and that'll be much better and it's good and it's the sustainability yeah absolutely and i think i I think the other thing we can put in there is and and listeners will have probably realized if they've been listeners to this podcast for quite a while that um we we do occasionally try things out on ourselves um and uh you know (laughs) certainly uh, some of those successful some of them not but uh, what i i've committed to kind of adopting the the framework in a loose sense because i think you can kind of i think the other thing that we should probably say to listeners is it's not hard and fast rigid thing that you have to do every all of those boxes that in, in the framework but um because it kind of depends on uh, where you are and what you're trying to achieve and, and so on but 
So I've loosely adopted the framework uh, since we were kicking it around in the summer. Um, and I've noticed, you know, quite a few changes uh, through data measurement. So, so heart rate variability, for mm. example, uh, has improved and gone up and um you can actually see if you look at the trend line for heart rate variability that actually my recovery from sessions is very good which enables me to go again and again and again and so that that allows consistency and really any athletic improvement or performance should be down to compounding it should be down to being able to do something on a consistent basis which is which again you can't you can't you can't make those improvements unless you do that. But to do that, you have to make sure it's sustainable because otherwise you just you just break down and, and stuff. So it comes back to the point about sustainability. The other thing is I've actually tried this out with some clients, coaching uh, athletes, uh, cyclists and runners. Mm. Um, and uh, one midlife athlete in particular who uh, uh, was was training for a cycling challenge, this this worked Again, not all elements of, of the framework, but um, key chunks of it worked really well for him and was a complete revolution in the way that he had previously trained, uh, which, as you say, was incredibly competitive, race yourself, break down and get injured on a fairly regular basis, therefore not building the consistency to be able to actually improve you know where they where they actually wanted to be and um uh the feedback was 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 amazing actually he was just like wow this is this has completely opened my eyes to a completely different way mm. of doing things so it does require a bit of behavior change and sort of rethinking yeah. way that you have done things previously um but i hope it's not completely yeah. revolutionary well i don't know maybe it is well, I think well, small changes, small changes in habit can can have profound effects on on many aspects of of your life. So, so um, yeah, there's there's also, I mean, I just re- just analysing all sorts of things like my diet in terms of having breakfast. You know, this sort of, this sort of idea of sixteen the sixteen eight uh, rule um, or, or diet where you you fast for six, approximately 16 hours and you, you have a window of eight hours in which to eat your food. And I used to have, you know, get up early, bowl of porridge, I'd have lunch as well, some sandwiches, whatever. I'd have an evening meal, bits of snacks in between, and I would justify what I'm doing because I was exercising a lot. Um, but just reading into it, I mean, I, 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 I just dropped breakfast because I, not because I needed to lose weight, which a lot of these sort of, you know, when you go on a diet uh, or, ch- or change your diet, that seems to be the, the, the why you're doing it, or well, a lot of, lot of the reasons why the people do it. But I was just doing it to give my pancreas a rest. <laughs> I was just looking at you know, this, this idea that my insulin, my pancreas having to, was having to keep releasing insulin all the bloody time, and it was not really having a chance to relax so or have a rest. So, and I, so I, I just dropped um, uh, uh uh, breakfast and it has made no discernible difference to my hunger levels or my weight or or my um, energy levels when I'm exercising. None at all. So um, and, and that's that was really quite an eye opener for me. That um, 
that, yeah, I've been, <laughs> breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Well, according to Mr. Kellogg's, it was. And so, <laughs> yeah, and he made a fortune out of it. But, um, yeah, not so, not so much, it, you know. Yeah. Habits, some of the habits we have are not necessarily habits that we need to continue. And that's another example of, of um, the sort of interrelationship between things, right? So you're, you're talking about um, changing changing the your sort of the way that you're going about eating. Well, that that has a relationship in relation to your gut microbiome. And then what you eat has a relationship to your gut microbiome. And guess what? That has a relationship to, you know, your immune system. Um, so it's a really another great example of how things, you can't really look at things in isolation without really looking at um, the sort of dependencies and the interrelationships between between the things. Um, as, well as, as, as well as exercise. And again, if you were probably doing you know uh, a challenge or whatever uh you you might want to think well i i need to eat something because i can't i can't do it you know a morning's riding uh or whatever it might be uh on an empty stomach um so so again you know you you might need to vary your carbohydrate intake depending on what it is that you're doing but yeah it's um Yes, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe what we have put together is quite revolutionary, but um, we'll see. We'll have to wait for the feedback. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Who knows? As I say, we are flying the plane and building it at the same time. Yeah, so. um, and trying <laughs> it, may fall off. and trying it out on ourselves, and 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 um, seeing yeah. if stuff works and, and doesn't work. And as I say, I'm, yeah. I'm in the luxurious yeah. position of being able to try it out with some clients on a coaching perspective as well. Who. Uh, mm who can give me some feedback and we can feed that into the, into the framework. Yes. Um, so shall we just quickly run through some of the topics that we're going to be covering? Cause people, listeners are probably thinking, well, you know, what, yes. what is this framework? So um, we've kind of divided it into. Uh, so if you think about sustainability at the, at the, at the heart, and then there are kind of three main buckets, if you like. There's a, there's a physical element. So all the stuff we've talked about around training, strength training, aerobic um, work. Um, then we've kind of got this box, which is really around uh, what we've labeled cognition, but maybe that's the wrong box. But it's it's things like, you know, the brain health, circadian rhythms, some of the recovery stuff that you might need to do. Uh, and that crosses over with physical and then a sort of autonomic system um, uh, box, really, which, um, again, covers things like your parasympathetic system, um, which should allow you to help recovery, because if you're too stressed, that's that's not going to help. And then to sort of the influences on that, we think are uh, obviously exercise, key uh, a key influence across all of those, sleep, uh, another key influence, uh, nutrition and uh and immune system and then what we've done within each of those four influences if you like is sort of broken down a whole bunch of stuff so we've already alluded to the fact of strength training but you might want to do uh breath work for sort of autonomic system or you may want to look at specific um stuff around nutrition like fasting or, or whatever it might be or or even did variety of foods around your gut microbiome because you know you want to influence your immune system or something um so so those are the kind of rough and we'll we'll go into each of those 
as Greg was saying, in, in detail. Um, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll make the notes available as well, I think, via Substack. It seems a really good platform to be able to do that. Yeah. And that's actually there's quite a lot to delve into, Greg. <laughs> Have we bitten off more than we can chew? <laughs> But I think there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff. And, 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 I was going to say we won't we won't lose the interviews either. We, we where we think it's really appropriate and where it really adds an awful lot of value, we'll we'll, we'll get a guest on to sort of talk about something, um, particularly if it's uh, the physics the physics guys who can talk about muscle load. That was I don't think we could have yeah. explained that. Yeah. Don't know about you, but I don't think I could have. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah, so um, there's there's a lot to delve into, but so I'm quite excited about um, just learning it, really, just just researching it and finding out because just it's interesting stuff, and um, yeah, being able to apply it to ourselves, you know, is going to be it's going to be an interesting little experiment uh, in itself, um, and hopefully, then you know, the, the, the reason for this podcast was just the two of us wanted to learn more about. Um, health, etc. Um, as we got older, and hopefully with this, more, you know, there'll be people learning from this as well, and then applying that to their lives. Um, yeah, so so it's going to be good, and then we're going to start dropping them in the new year, um, and then um, yeah, we'll keep flying the plane until <laughs> until it's built. <laughs> yeah, I, there's there's another interesting little thing that we we'll, we'll we'll try and throw in. We'll experiment with it. It's pretty. I think it's early days, but Substack have a chat sort of uh, feature now uh, within within the app. So again, what we may try and do is see if we can utilize that. Um, it's something that they've just introduced. Um, it seems like a great way to get some feedback. So we'd be really keen if you guys listening are actually implementing this as well yourselves and trying it out. Um, if we can, if we can learn from you uh, and feedback via via the chat function or uh, indeed any of the sort of comments and stuff, um, so we'll try we'll try that as well. And we, we've probably not got the best track record when it comes to technology, but we'll we'll give it a go. Um, yep. So next next episode, um, what are we what are we hitting? Exercise, I suppose. That's probably the first good place to start for midlife athletes. So, um, and then you and I can argue about what goes first. <laughs> so, strength? No, God. <laughs> I've been looking at it, I've been, and I think it'd be good to do like an overview of muscles and how they work and fiber type. And, and um, uh, so I think that would be an interesting one. Um, and then dig into, start digging into, how we strengthen, what happens when we strengthen, how age affects it, et cetera, and what we can do to to um, offset that. Yeah, and look, I, I, yeah, I know I know you joked about the argument that we'll probably have between which goes first, but actually how muscles work cuts across both, right? It, it, you know, equally, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't do anything aerobic unless you've got some muscles that function and work properly. So, yeah. so I tell you what, I'm going to concede right now, Greg, right? That what we will do is we'll start with the muscles and how they work and then we'll go into strength. Okay. So yeah, I'm, okay. I, you, yeah. I've, I'll give you the concession now. All right. Okay. 
Good. Well, I better start revising it. <laughs> Great. Can't wait to get stuck in. Yep. Well, before we go, I've got two quotes. Um, first one from uh, fellow Welshman Dylan Thomas. Rage, rage against the dimming of the light. And that's that's basically all of us, middle-aged, getting older, just trying to, you know, keep, yeah, just push back against getting old, basically. And the last one, second, uh, second um, quote, is from Socrates. What a disgrace it is for a person to grow old without ever seeing the beauty and strength of which their body is capable. Ooh, I like that. That sets the tone. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't do this, you don't really fully know what you're capable of, do you really? Exactly. Yeah. Just, just really push it. I sense a new thing coming here. Just as we asked guests the same two questions, are you always going to end this new revamp of the podcast with two quotes? (laughs) <laughs> well christ yeah that might yeah okay mind you the internet's full of all that stuff <laughs> i'm sure i'll find some i'm sure i'll find some okay great we're gonna wrap it up um i hope you enjoy the journey as much as as we will um as i say if you're not on substack come and find us out because you you'll, you'll see some information there that we can't always put in the in the in the show notes when you get it on iTunes or Spotify. So um, sign up and um, we'll, we'll release the stuff simultaneously. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy the, uh, the new slight change in direction. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you all. Bye-bye. Cheers.